Hi everyone. Welcome to Modern Journey. To talk about this channel, I would be explaining stories and myths covering topics about holy places in India, Indian gods and Indian kings. There are a lot of stories in India that have been passed down from generation to generation. Some true and some that are unbelievable. Today, let's talk about the story behind Kanyakumari Bhagavati Amman Temple, popularly known as Kumari Amman Temple. Situated on the seashore of Kanyakumari in Tamil Nadu, overlooking the sea, this Kumari Amman Temple is dedicated to the virgin goddess Devi Kanyakumari. The name Kanyakumari stands for Kanya meaning virgin and Kumari meaning girl. The Kumari Amman Temple is said to be over 3000 years old. The Devi stands as a charming young girl in her penance with a rosary in her right hand. A sparkling nose jewel sheds lustrous radiance in the surrounding. Kumari Amman Temple is also said to be one of the 108 Durga Alayas, temple dedicated to Goddess Durga. Kumari Amman Temple is one of the 51 Shakti Peethams or divine abode of Goddess Shakti. According to legend, the corpse of Goddess Sati was scattered into 51 parts throughout the Indian subcontinent. The place where the parts fell are now a sacred place of worship for Shakti worshippers. The goddess's spine is said to have fallen in Kanyakumari. Kanyakumari and its surroundings are believed to be part of the land which was created by Lord Parashurama, an incarnation of Lord Vishnu. Folk tales and mythological stories speak about Kanyakumari. Now let us come to the mythology behind this temple. Banasura, grandson of Mahabali, the demon king, propitiated Brahma. When Banasura asked for a boon of immortality, Brahma expressed his inability to grant such a boon, but gave an option to choose his own manner of death. Banasura wished that if at all he had to die, let his death be at the hands of a virgin. Brahma granted this boon. Banasura with this boon started to harass the devas and torturing the saints and rishis unable to bear this agony they appealed to mother earth who in turn sought the help of her consort lord vishnu who is the protector of the universe on the lord's command the devas propitiated parashakti who alone was capable of destroying banasura the devas performed a yagna which was so powerful that the goddess was much pleased she promised to annihilate banasura as ordained parashakti in her reincarnation came down to earth as devi kumari it was very common mythological fact that whichever reincarnation she took she would do penance to rejoin her husband lord shiva through marriage hence kumari did penance so that she would be married to lord shiva shiva pleased and happy expressed his willingness to marry her This was made known to Kumari. Narad, who undertook this task, arranged a proper time for marriage before dawn and insisted that the auspicious time should not be missed. Elaborate arrangements were made at Kumari's place to celebrate the marriage. The Lord Shiva was staying at Suchindram, which is near to Kanyakumari. The bridegroom's party started from Suchindram well in advance with pomp and pageantry. Meanwhile, 
Narad was prompted by the devas to do something to stop the marriage because once the marriage was over Kumari could not be a virgin and Banasura could not be killed as he could be killed only by a virgin Narad hit upon a plan and assumed the form of a cock and waited at a place called Valukamparai when the marriage party reached at the place on their way to Kanyakumari Narad crowed aloud on hearing this Lord Shiva and his party thought that it was dawn and the auspicious hour had passed hence they returned to Suchindram greatly disappointed meanwhile Devi Kanyakumari dressed for the marriage in bridal glory was waiting for the arrival of Lord Shiva as the bridegroom's party didn't turn up the disappointed bride Kumari vowed to remain a virgin also she scattered all the food items kept for the marriage which turned into sand and pebbles resembling rice and other items the multicolored sand found in the kanyakumari seashore is attributed to this incident banasura hearing about the beauty of kumari and without realizing who she was wanted to marry her kumari bluntly declined his proposal banasura decided to win her by force a fierce battle ensued at mahadanapuram a place 4 km from kanyakumari and in the end the goddess kanyakumari used her chakrayudha and slain banasura all the devas were watching this and were delighted and sang hymns in praise of devi kanyakumari then devi resumed her penance and remained a virgin and continues to perform austerities to this day and the hopes that he will one day unite with her another special story here is about the nose ring of devi kanyakumari The nose ring of Devi Kanyakumari is set with rubies. They are so bright that it could be seen even from far at night. Also, it is told that some ships sailing in the sea, mistaking the brightness of the rubies as the light from the lighthouse, got wrecked hitting against the rocks nearby. Due to this reason, the eastern gate of Kanyakumari Amman temple is kept closed. The pujas in this Kumari Amman temple are carried out like the temples in Kerala. Even though the temple is situated in Tamil Nadu the Kanyakumari Amman temple is considered as a Kerala temple since it was once part of the Travancore kingdom like most of the Bhagavathi temple in Kerala the shrine is opened in the western door the priests are still chosen from Kerala Brahmin families and they still adhere to the Kerala type of five pujas per day yes that's all for today i have added the google map location of this temple in the description and you can check it out thank you